0: So you want to successfully achieve your fat loss goal, meaning you want to lose the weight and keep your blood sugar stable in the process and you want to do it in a way that you never gain it back. So that's what we're going to be diving into today. We're going to dive into the three key steps in order to successfully achieve and maintain your fat loss goal with type 1 diabetes. But before we dive in, this episode is brought to you by my free audio training. If you haven't had the chance to download it yet, these 12 simple steps are going to be so helpful in achieving your fat loss goal and really just getting you on the right track to losing the fat for good. And I wanted to give a listener shout out to Austin. He downloaded my free training. So it's an ebook and brand new audio training is now included with that, but he downloaded the ebook and he says, Hey Tasha, I just wanted to let you know that it's been two weeks since I read your ebook and I'm already down 13.4 pounds of fat. Thank you so much. And Austin, that is friggin fabulous and my only when i when i did read austin's message obviously austin you're crushing it like keep up the good work Generally, 13.4 pounds in two weeks is a little bit, a little, a little too aggressive, but the very fact that you are losing the weight is amazing, and just from learning these 12 free steps, so that just shows that, you know, Austin, you have what it takes, and you can do it, and... I would even suggest eating a little bit more food. So whatever you set your macros at, I think we did chat about it a little bit after because I reached out to him and just just wanted to make sure that he was going to be losing fat in a in, in a way where he was actually going to be setting himself up for successful fat loss in the future, which is really important that you are consuming enough food. So generally when you are losing fat super rapidly, which, you know, is it's, it's a good thing, right? It just means that you have more food to eat. Um, but we did, we did discuss it. So he's on the right track and Austin, you are amazing. Keep up the great work. And for all of you, who are listening, who have not had the chance to download my free training. If you are wanting to lose fat, which if you're listening to this episode, you probably are, then do go ahead and download it. You can go to diabeticfitnessworld.com forward slash type one, and I'll also link to this in the show notes. Thinking back to the very beginning of my diagnosis when I was nine years old, so that's over 20 years ago now, I was so skinny, I had lost so much weight from ketones, I was very sick, and so I remember going to see the endo that first year that I would go to the doctor, I was in the hospital for two weeks, but going to the endo, I, was, I would weigh myself and at the doctor, and I was always underweight, and so my dad made a joke about me putting rocks in my pockets, and I don't know why I just I always remember that and I think it's because later on in life moving forward I always struggled with my weight because I had gained weight and I had trouble losing it and so I was very self-conscious about my body and so I'll always remember being nine years old and just being this little skinny twig and not being able to gain weight as quickly but As the years went by, I did. I gained it all back plus more and it was very hard for me to lose it and I remember because I was so self-conscious of my body and I was always trying to lose weight and I remember being at the endocrinologist one time and asking her about my insulin because I really wanted to lose weight and asking her if my insulin caused weight gain because I was so concerned and I remember her telling me that insulin can contribute to weight gain because it's a hormone And I'm sure there's some truth to that because, you know, you want to be healthy and when you have ketones or your blood sugar is high for a very long time, you are going to naturally be very unhealthy and you're probably going to lose some weight and so having your blood sugars become stable because your body has the proper amount of insulin to stabilize your blood sugars then you're going to be at a healthier weight so what but what i took away at the time was that insulin would make me more fat and i always had people that would tell me that i was going to be bigger than people without type 1 because i i did have diabetes and so it was something that i was always very self-conscious of but i just want you to know let's just get rid of all of that all of those notions and beliefs because insulin itself isn't going to make you fat maybe you are going to gain some weight and be healthy because you're not going to have ketones and your blood isn't going to be super acidic but it's not going to make you fat in the sense that i thought so the number one thing you really want to focus on when it comes to fat loss isn't so much about how much insulin you take or how many units you take per day like that shit does not freaking matter and what really matters is the amount of calories that you are consuming per day and are you tracking your food are you accounting for things when you have low blood sugar because one of the common reasons that we do gain weight and i've seen it so often i it's happened to me when i'm try when i'm trying to cut weight and i'm not mindful of my hypo snacks i consume way too many calories every single day because my if my blood sugar goes low then I'm eating glucose tablets and I'm hungry and if you're not conscious of these things then you're going to end up eating so much more food and it sucks because glucose tablets are not very filling and you don't really think of them as something that is going to Count towards your daily calories because it's not satisfying at all. And it's just making you feel normal. Like it's just bringing your energy levels back to normal. But these things do count. And so it is really important that you are accounting for all of your hypo snacks. And I know some of you guys are not going to like to hear this. I myself back in the day when I was first researching, I'm like, do my low snacks count? But anything that you consume in a 24 hour period that has calories should be tracked. So that is my number one tip that I wanted to share before we dive into this episode, because Like me, I think maybe many of you do struggle with just figuring out, it's like you're doing all the things, you're exercising, you're trying to eat healthy, but there's sometimes just little things that once you tweak them, then you're going to get the results that you want. And so sometimes it's just one small thing like tracking your stacks that can make such a big difference. And that's something that I was never aware of. And I was never mindful of for many, many years. And it is something that will help you if you are on your journey to lose fat and get leaner so the three things that we're going to be talking about are diet and exercise blood sugar and mindset so that's actually four i kind of put diet and exercise together because they really work together but Technically, that is four things, but the first thing that we're gonna talk about, even though diet and exercise and your blood sugars are all super important, and they do build the foundation for successful fat loss, the number one thing is mindset. And I think this is something that is often overlooked, and that is why we're gonna talk about it first. It's number one, because even if I gave you Your macros and i gave you tips for the nutrition that you that your body should have per day and you knew how many calories you need to lose fat and you had a proper exercise plan and you knew how to stabilize your blood sugars with exercise and with your diet if you had all of those things But if you don't believe that it's possible for you to lose fat in the first place, if you've been told many times before that you, because you have type 1 diabetes, you're just not going to have great results, or if someone's telling you something, or maybe it's just a belief that you have that fat loss is hard and it's just probably not going to work for you. If you're holding on to any of these limiting beliefs, then you're probably not going to lose the weight. Even if you have a diet and exercise plan, even if you have all the things, you just won't get the results that you want, because our mind is such a powerful tool. And it's important that you're taking responsibility for everything. Like even though fat loss is simple, it's not easy, it takes a lot of work, it takes a lot of effort, you have to be consistent, and you have to be really honest with yourself. And this is hard. And so the most important thing is that you Are first like thinking about your goals why do you want to lose fat in the first place why is this so important to you because if you don't have a strong enough why then it's going to be much harder for you to stick to your plan and get successful results in the long term and if you don't believe that it's possible for you even a little bit if you are holding on to this belief that it might not be possible for you, then chances are you're not going to be putting in the effort that you need in order to get the results that you want. Like you're not going to be putting in 110% because you're just not going to be as motivated because this tiny voice in the back of your head is going to be chiming in and saying, I don't know, you still might not get results. Even if you do all these things, like it might still not work for you. So it's so important to really dive into your goals, your beliefs, why you want to lose fat, why it's important to you, and is there any little part of you that thinks it might not be possible for you to achieve the results that you want? And if there is, what is it? Because these things are really going to help you achieve the results that you want in the long term. And without addressing these things, then you might hit a roadblock later down the road and wonder why it's not working. And if you're not willing to take responsibility for these areas, then we can just throw everything out the window right now because responsibility is so important in order to achieve successful results. And I mean, I think this goes in all areas of life, in relationships, whatever it is, but especially in your fitness goals and when it comes to the results that you are wanting to achieve when it comes to a miraculous transformation because if you're eating a spoonful of peanut butter and you're not tracking it or you are eating a handful of chips and you think that doesn't matter it's just a little bit whatever like it's not going to be a big deal or if you're having just even a lick or a taste or a bite of something and you're not being mindful and you're not tracking that food and you're not getting results And you're not taking responsibility for those little things, then you're going to be spinning your wheels and you're not going to be getting results. So it's so important that you are just being aware and willing to take responsibility. Like when you look at your week, if you're tracking your food every day and you're tracking your weight and you look and and you're not losing weight. Where can you be a little bit more consistent? And that goes for your exercise, too, because if you are dieting, if you're eating all the things, if you're tracking everything and you're accounting for those handfuls of chips and that spoonful of peanut butter and whatever it is, if you're really being honest with yourself and adding that into your daily calories, even if it's the smallest little bit, if you're adding all of those things and accounting for them, but then you are are not really on top of it with your exercise and you burn say your goal is 400 calories every single week doing cardio and maybe you only burn 100 but you think oh that doesn't really matter you know I I take the stairs at work and I walk to the car like all of my other steps probably add in extra calories like it's probably not going to make that big of a difference because I've been so good with my diet then you're not going to be getting the results you want, you're not going to be losing the weight. And then when you look at your overall progress, and you're wondering why it's not working, but you're not taking responsibility for these little areas that even though they seem so small, they actually will add up over time and really make you not lose any weight. (laughs) And when it comes to fat loss, what really matters is energy balance. So yeah, there are some things that can affect your weight loss, like your hormones and things that can affect some people once in a while. But if you are not being consistent, because you don't really believe it is possible. So if you're not being super honest and consistent and super mindful of everything that you're doing, if you're not staying consistent with your, Diet and your exercise, and you're not taking responsibility for little hiccups that come up, which they come up. It's not a big deal when they happen, but it's important to make note of them and to be really honest with yourself and take full responsibility. But if you're not doing that, then you can't say that there's an underlying issue. You can't say that it's your hormones. You can't say that your body just won't lose the fat or that it's because of your insulin or whatever it is, you can't say that there's another issue if you're not putting in all of the work already. So the most important thing is that you really get down to the dirty little details of why it's important. Do you believe it's possible for you? If not, why be super honest with yourself and just by digging in there, that can make such a big difference. And if you find that you have a tendency to mindless snack or if you are eating out of emotional reasons, like sometimes I'll be sitting here at work and because I work from home, I will just kind of grab something to eat. But if I really thought about it, maybe I'm not super hungry maybe I'm just stressed about something or maybe I just feel like I need to eat something to get my mind off of something else like it's it's so mindless but if you can be more aware of little things like that too then that can really make a big difference as well so especially when you are in a calorie deficit because a calorie deficit is how you lose fat and so as you begin eating less food when you're in a fat loss phase then naturally you are going to be a little bit more hungry so just being really conscious of all of these areas can really propel you forward and help you achieve the results that you want. So this is why mindset is number one, because even if you have all the things, it's your overall mind every single day that is going to really dictate what you do on a daily basis and how well you do it. So right now, if there's any little part of you that questions the possibility of achieving your fat loss goal what I want you to do is I want you to look for expanders. I want you to look for those people that inspire you and make you feel like you have a chance to achieving the exact same results. So maybe it's someone on social media, or maybe there's a few people that you can find that have type one diabetes and are, are faced with the same challenges that you are faced and that you can kind of relate to on that level so that when you can see yourselves in their story and feel like you can relate to them on that level, it automatically just kind of shows your subconscious that it is possible for you as well to achieve the exact same result. Now, let's go ahead and dive into diet and exercise. So for your diet, again, a calorie deficit is how you are going to lose fat. And so this is generally done with a combination of both diet and exercise. And so when you are in a fat loss phase your body will adapt to the amount of food that you're eating and the amount of exercise that you're doing so it's really important that when you're trying to lose fat you always want to eat as many calories as you can right from the start because as your body adapts and you have to increase your calorie deficit for fat loss if you already start your diet eating very little food and doing a lot of of cardio or a lot of exercise right from the start then you're gonna get super burnt out you're gonna hit a plateau because your body is going to adapt to that and at some point you're not gonna be able to eat less food you're not gonna be able to work out anymore and you're just gonna be super burnt out and it's gonna really set your progress back and a lot of my clients a lot of people that I work with the first thing they say to me is Taja I don't know if I can eat this much food and I relate to that so much because when I first set my macros the very first time, it seemed like way too much food because I was always under the impression that I had to consume 1,200 calories every single day in order to lose fat. And this is so untrue. I mean, for some people, depending on how much you weigh and it's determined on a number of things, but some people that might be a deficit for them, but for someone like myself who weighs generally but like around 126 pounds at the time i think i was 122 pounds 1200 calories is going to be way too low in order to get successful results right from the start so if you want to get successful results you really need to be eating as much food as possible and so a lot of people that i work with when i they first set their macros they're like this seems a little bit high but they they're like we're going to do it anyways and they dive in and they start eating that amount and then as the weeks go by they're like oh my god I'm losing weight eating this amount this much food and I never even thought that was possible for me so it's really true that your body can probably handle a lot more food than you think and you can probably lose weight eating a lot more food and if you are exercising properly if you're strength training if you're doing all the things then this is also going to be especially true. So it's important first that you are consuming the right amount of calories for your body. Like you don't want to consume too little, you don't want to consume too many obviously because a deficit is how you initiate a fat loss phase. And then that being said as well, is when you are exercising, it's important that you're not just going through the motions. You really want to be creating change in the gym by increasing your volume, because if you aren't progressively getting stronger, then you're not going to get the results that you want. So it's important that you are really facilitating the change needed in order to get the results that you want. So that is the second thing. So between diet and exercise, because your body does adapt to both of those, it's important that you really start maybe a little bit more conservative Depending too on like how long you've been training, but for most people, if you're just diving in to a brand new program, you're new to training and you have been eating in a calorie surplus for a while, hence why you weigh a little bit more than you would like, then this is going to really help you just starting your deficit off as high as you can while you're still losing fat and then gradually these numbers will change over time. And then for your blood sugar, so the blood, your blood sugars are the last thing that we're going to talk about, and that doesn't mean that they're the least important because they are actually very, very important in order to achieve successful results. And it can be hard to balance everything. It can be so hard to balance your diet, your exercise, what do I eat, and then your blood sugars, and then on top of it, try to have the mindset that everything's gonna be fine (laughs) it takes a lot of work and a lot of patience but when it comes to your blood sugars it's really important that you try to keep them in range as much as possible and this doesn't mean that they have to be perfect but when you're training at the gym you don't want to train when your blood sugar is high and on the flip side if your blood sugar is low then you're going to be consuming more food more calories to treat it which is going to put you eating more calories than you would probably like, and eating glucose tablets isn't really going to be super satisfying. So it's important that you are focusing on your blood sugars and paying special attention and just being more aware of how different types of exercise affect your blood sugars and make note of different things that you're eating, how your blood sugars are affected, and really learn from paying close attention to your trends because we're all gonna be so different, but when you can pay a little bit more attention, to these areas, like even while you're at the gym in the middle of your workout, how is lifting weights today causing my blood sugars to fluctuate and just little things like that. And how much insulin do you have on board? Because if you already have insulin on board, then you may have a larger chance of going low and consuming more hypo snacks in order to treat it. So just little things like this, it takes so much awareness and we're not perfect. Like even to this day, I've had diabetes for just over 20 years, and I still can't remember all of the nitty-gritty details on a daily basis. Like, heck, I even sometimes forget to give myself insulin before a meal, don't know how that happens but it's just there's so much to remember on a daily basis so it's not about trying to be perfect it's just about trying to be a little bit more aware because awareness is what really will help you propel forward and achieve successful results in the end and then other than that The last thing is just being consistent and staying patient, because when you are consistent and you're patient, you're going to get results. And if you fall off the wagon one day, if you go low and you consume 300 grams of carbs one day when your normal total is 180, then it's not going to be the end of the world. It's one day you didn't ruin anything, get back on the wagon the next day and keep pushing forward because it's not about the times that you fall off the wagon that matter, it's how you keep pushing forward that will get you the results in the end. So obviously if you fell off the wagon one day and you think, oh, like I just ruined everything, I'll start my diet again on Monday, and you eat all the things, then you could be putting your progress back. But if you get back on the wagon and you forgive yourself and you move forward, then you're still gonna be making progress. So don't let one day ruin everything for you okay that is one thing that I struggled with for a long time because I would I'm really hard on myself so I would fall off the wagon one day and be like well just fucked everything up up so now we'll just start again on Monday but that's not how it works so in order to lose fat just really be as consistent as possible keep moving forward and be really patient because sometimes it can take six to eight weeks for the body to even get adjusted to a fat loss phase and just because it doesn't seem like you're losing weight or you're not noticing any results doesn't mean that you're still not making progress and the important thing is that you keep pushing forward and you don't give up because success is inevitable to those who don't give up and I know that you've got this if you've if you've made it to the end of this episode and you are serious about your fat loss goals the one thing is if you're following all of these steps the one thing is that you just keep pushing forward and you don't give up because when you do that you will get to the finish line were these steps helpful to you let me know take a screenshot, tag me on Instagram, let me know what your biggest takeaway was from this episode or the number one thing from this episode that is going to help you achieve your fat loss goal. And if you have a couple seconds and you feel called to do so, please subscribe to this podcast and leave me a five-star review because it really does make sure that this podcast reaches more people and those who would benefit from hearing this message, which is the whole point of this podcast or at the very least, maybe just share it with a friend. That would really mean the world to me. And I really thank you for tuning in today. You could be doing anything else. You could be doing a million other things. So thank you for being here with me today. It really does mean the world. Have a fabulous day and I'll talk to you same time next week.